Hey everyone, this is Joe Batanz. Uh, I'm here to introduce a show from years and years ago, probably about eight years ago, called Weight Weight Group Therapy. And it could be eight or nine years old. I don't know what it is. But uh, let me tell you the history of this show. Because uh, Mike and I have referenced it a few times on Catching Up. And if you don't listen to Catching Up, then you might need to hear this story. So Mike Lawson and I, I'm going back years now, were friends in the between 2000 and 2008 okay and we hung out all the time we saw each other all the time bffs right and then mike moved to arizona okay mike moved to arizona and he and i would talk occasionally and then mike started getting into podcasting he was on a podcast called game night guys okay he started a podcast called game night guys with his friend brian gregory and while we, he and I would every so often we were talking, I started getting interested in podcasting. He had recommended that I actually start podcasting myself, not necessarily with him yet. We didn't get to him, just that I should just start podcasting. And so I made a few attempts. Actually, weight weight group therapy, which you're going to hear right now, is not my first attempt at podcasting. Actually, I have. I have those uh, episodes of my first attempts at podcasting, but it wasn't my first attempt, actually, and, and that will be spoiled at a later date. But uh, recently, while cleaning out an old hard drive, I found all the episodes of my uh, mysterious podcast that no one knows about, but also Wait, Wait, Group Therapy. I found all the old episodes. I have them all. There are only six. And so what I want to do right now is introduce... Uh, the very first episode of Weight Weight Group Therapy. It was the podcast I tried to do after the other one that we will get to some other day. So let me give you the background of this first episode. So Weight Weight Group Therapy, the reason I chose that name was I was thinking, well, you know, there's a very popular show that has a podcast called Weight Weight Don't Tell Me. So we call the show Weight Weight Group Therapy. When people search for it on iTunes, they're going to see this there and go, Weight Weight Group Therapy, what is this? And then click on our podcast, okay? That was the thinking about choosing that name. And I wanted to, you know, I had already been a member, I've been using group therapy for a while by that point, so I wanted to sort of uh, follow the format of group therapy. I thought that would be an interesting podcasting format. So um, that's what you're going to be listening to right now is this episode of, the very first episode of Wait, Wait, Group Therapy. It's um, just me and but then people that you know, um, it's so funny how we've come back together. But it's a lot of people on this first episode. It, it narrows down significantly every episode after that. But it's uh, myself, Shannon from the T, Lori Roggenkamp from Fat Camp and Hello Uglies and the T and Drag Race Thailand and every other show on Afterthought Media. And then my cousin Richard, who is a fixture on Catching Up and no longer talks to me. And then Shane, who is a big, he's one of the co-hosts of Weight, Weight, Weight Group Therapy, now lives in Oakland as a teacher, does not do any kind of podcasting. He does listen to Catching Up religiously, but uh, doesn't do any kind of podcasting at all. So, and you can tell he's like the forerunner to Evan, if you will. You'll see. It's weird when you listen to this because it's uh, how much... So much has changed, and yet so little has changed when you hear this first episode. It'll sound very familiar, and yet very foreign all, all at the same time. The one thing I will tell you is, 
I didn't know what I was doing at this time. So the sound is horrible. The sound on this is awful. Uh, if you ever if you ever listen to the OG Hello Uglies, the other Hello Uglies podcast, it sounds like that. And isn't it sad that that was what we sounded like? eight or nine years ago, and they sound like that now. It's really pathetic, actually. So anyway, sit back, relax, enjoy uh, the very first episode of uh, Weight Weight Group Therapy. Um, it's part of a series that we'll call The History of Joe Batanz, and it's a it's an added feature here for you on Patreon. Weight Weight Group Therapy. I'm Joe Batanz. Each week, my guests and I review our personal highlights from the preceding week. This week, I sit down with my friends Shannon, Lori, Richard, and Shane. On this episode, we discuss the elation of finding out that your friend is marrying a celebrity, the importance of making a good first, second, and third impression at your new job, the frustration of scolding a classroom full of seven-year-olds, the joy of helping your brother move out of the house, the humor of old campy movies, and the annoyance of listening to Lori incessantly impersonate Shane's mom. It all starts here. Cut us some slack. Welcome to the very first episode of Wait, Wait, Group Therapy. Alright, so every podcast will start with a check-in. You say your name, how your day's going so far, and your high point, low point of the week. Huh? I'm just thinking I have to write this down. Why do you have to write it down? I, I want to have a checklist of what I need to say. High but, point of the week, low point of the week, and how your day's going okay. so far. Why don't we start with Shannon? Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> um, um, okay, so high point of the week would be finding out that a friend of a friend got engaged. And I was super, yeah, no, I was super happy for her because she was, like, always single. And then I went to meet with a friend, the friend. Well, she wasn't always single. I don't know that. But she was, like, my age, so I just associate that with, like, old and single. But I literally was, like, on Facebook, and so I just, like, saw her name on there, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. In one ear, out the other. I meet up with my friend Heather, and she goes, oh, did you hear that Katie got married or got engaged? And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. And then she's like, do you know who she got engaged to? I was like, no. And I thought she was going to say someone we know. She's like, oh, wait for this. So I'm like, I'm like, who, like who, like her dad or like what? <laughs> um, Neil Diamond. Do you know? Yeah, him? Neil Diamond got is uh, engaged to his assistant. Or yes, something. yeah. Oh, but I knew Neil Diamond. Well, I know. Like, I guess he? I met her. Maybe at a party or something, but my friend Heather has, like, she's a super social person, so I just, like, kind of jump in on her, like, social events. And this girl was a friend on Facebook, but was, like, in that group of friends. Maybe I met her once or something. Clearly she stood out now, but I mean, like, just, like, a friend of a friend. And so then I was, like, Neil Dunn. Like, what? That's crazy. That's, like... I mean, that, I, I can't think of anyone, even if you said Super Diamond, like the impersonator, <laughs> I'd be like, no way! <laughs> but then, and then anyway, so then I was looking at her Facebook page and I noticed that her last name, so her name is Katie McNeil, so she's going to be Katie McNeil Diamond. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my high point. Is really somebody else's high point. <laughs> um, <laughs> my high points are other people's happiness. Um, low point was... 
clearly uh, my I had an audition and I'm horrible at auditioning. What was it for? It was for um, this co-host position. I know, but I was trying to think of my life. Yeah, no, you're right. That was it. I mean, I was like almost in tears. What happened? I died. No, no, no. Okay, so anyways, I had this audition, and I never, I haven't auditioned for anything in a long time, and I'm horrible at it. It's like test taking, and I just like, I get all panicked and like start to like freak out. And so I'm already freaked out about it. And then I'm like, I don't even know what to wear. So then I look at, clearly I have no fashion sense, and I look at what it tells you to wear, and it says, what did it say? Upscale casual. It was like an oxymoron. So yeah. I'm like standing in my closet of like Ross clothes, just like <laughs> fucking upscale casual. Like, and so then I was telling Joe about it, how like stressed out I was. Cause I just like, is this upscale? But it's ca- yeah. like, it's like an oxymoron. So we were just joking, like, <laughs> like, um, short, long pants. Like, yeah. what? I don't know what that means. And the casting people are just like, figure it out. Yeah, what if you're like a real gay guy? Like, what if you, uh, what if you, yeah, like, I wouldn't call Joe. No. Joe's like, <laughs> um, a polo and yeah. 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 Just like a lesbian. No, what if you would like a tuxedo top, but like, just like, with like a like, bikini like, bottom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, Hello, or a shawl. Which wore like a beach shawl. Daisy dudes with like an evening gown top. <laughs> So like, and I was so annoyed, and then like, or what happens if you just draw dress completely to the nines, like wore like a, and then they were like, all right, and then you're, like a ballroom, yeah, yeah like, they were like, they were like, why are you, what's what's like, casual? casual, and you were like, I have a shower. The people were super nice. They couldn't have been nicer. Um, they said that my evening gown and shorts were great. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was all for not. My they worry. didn't mind the fact that you smelled. So that was it. Wait, Lori? Uh, <laughs> I know my low point is uh, I got this new job. I intern at Dick Clark Productions. And Friday, or not this Friday, this last Friday, but the Friday before, I had to leave early because I had this throbbing headache. And it was, like, the first week I worked there. And so I was like, oh, great. I just made an awesome first impression of having to leave early because of my headache. So I, I get there Does early. Does Dick Clark count down as you leave? <laughs> yeah. No, we, he doesn't He doesn't, work. He doesn't go there. Um, but uh, so I I was like, okay, Monday. Monday I was like, I'm going to get there early and I'm going to make a good impression. You know, I'm going to show them, like, not weird or whatever. So I get there early. I get there really early. I get there at like nine. <laughs> Awkwardly early. It's like yeah. three in the morning. Oh, no, no, no. I got there. <laughs> no, never mind. I didn't get there at... No, I, this was... Right. Yeah, I got there... And nine's early? <laughs> no, like, I got there super early at No, no, no. I got there, I got there at eight. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait. So 
So Monday. So I never went. <laughs> yeah. So Monday. I, I, I don't work there. Okay, Monday, low point. I got fired. <laughs> yeah, at yeah. low point, I don't know where I intern at. Uh, no, so Monday I, I showed up late, actually. That was Monday I showed up late. So I was like, oh, good first impression. So then Wednesday I was like, all right, I'm going to show up on time. Like, I'm going to get there early. <laughs> So I showed up at 9, like, 30, and I was like, oh, I got, like, an hour and a half. So I was like, oh, I'll just chill out, whatever. So, like, around 11.30, I didn't go in. Like, I know I got there early to make a good impression, but I didn't want to go to work. <laughs> Meanwhile, somebody's walking around and said, I think I just saw Lori walking yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> just no, I, just, around I, had to, I had to park in the garage. Usually I park, like, outside, but I park in the garage because there's, like, no parking. So I parked in the garage and I was just, like, listening to my iPod and just, like, doing whatever. So around, like, 11.30, I was like, all right, come get... Why is that, like, showing up early, man? Like, yeah, like, internally, you're just like, yeah, I got here early. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. Hey, guys, well, I was guess still... who was sitting in the garage a few hours? <laughs> the sewer iPod. Well, that, that, I was still going to show up at, like, 11, 11.40, so I was still going to be early. So I was still like, oh, you're 20 minutes early. Well, thank you. Uh, so I... Uh, thank you. <laughs> so my dad calls... And my, I answer the phone, I'm getting out of the car, and I, you know, lock my door, and I shut my door, and I go, I was going to get something, a water bottle out of my trunk, and I go to get my water bottle out of my trunk, and I'm like, I don't have my, I don't have my keys, and I was like, ah, oh. so I locked my keys in my car, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, this sucks, so I had to call AAA. <laughs> To have them come and do the, get the keys, and so, and uh, and so I go into my work and I go up to the front and I was like, okay, um, I lock my keys in my car because we we get these validation tickets to leave the leave the building to leave the parking lot. So I get, I was like, I left my keys in my car. Um, so somebody, this AAA guy's gonna come and he's gonna you know have to go into the garage. So I need a validation ticket to uh, get him you know get so he can leave. And he was like, yeah, that sounds. That sounds truthful. And he just hands me a ticket, and I was like, oh, God, now people think I'm lying. So I think he was just joking now, but at the time, I was like, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I locked my keys in my car, like, and I had took a picture of it for some reason. I took a picture, I showed it to him. I was like, well, here what's you your go. picture of? It just the locks yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't anybody take a picture of their keys in the car? It's keys. Look at this. It's okay. keys in my car. So I go, no, no, no. He's like, oh, no, no, I, I agree with you. And I was like, all right, fine. So then I was like, um... I came early! So I walk, <laughs> I walk into my... I walk into work at, at noon. I walk in... So now I'm on time. Like, I'm not even, like, early. So I walk in at noon, and I just announce to everybody, I'm going to get a phone call in, like, 15 minutes. I need to go downstairs. And, I, and meanwhile, this is, like, a bay of editors and people filming and stuff, and they're like, okay, whatever. But I just didn't want to interrupt people, so it's like... Interrupted. Yeah, interrupted so here's... I want to get a phone call soon. So just Attention. don't be alarmed. Attention. Yeah, don't be alarmed. And so my manager, Nancy, is like, okay, that's fine. Don't worry about it. So my... I don't know what the hell but my phone went ring, and it sounded so loud. Wherever, and I answer the phone, I'm so nervous. I'm like, hello? And, like, I'm yelling... And that everybody that's looking at work, like, everybody, like, all these people at work are just staring at me. And I was like, okay, I'll be right down. So I run, like, I run down, and I uh, I go, and I meet him, and then I was like, oh, I'll, I'll show you where the garage is. He's like, well, I don't really know where it is. Like, could you just get in the car and drive me there? And, I was, oh, and I'll drive you there. And I was like, sure. 
So I get in the car, and as I'm stepping up into the car, I slip and I fall on the ground. And this guy comes rushing to me. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. And it was like the head of my department. He's like, oh, it looks like you slipped and fell. And and then I go, yeah, no, I just left my my keys in my car, and he's driving. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God, I'm making the worst impression. If I set out to make an impression... I, I couldn't have done a better job. Like that's how bad it was. So finally, I get I get him to come. And then you're like, I've got a headache. I'm yeah. Finally, head <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> get him to come down. It was just like, but yeah, it was just horrible. Everyone uh, else comes down with a headache. Yeah, like, we've got to go. We're gonna home. go. So what was your low point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was my high point. I succeeded in my goal of making a bad impression. Um, my low, my high point. Uh. I think my high point for this week was really that I had the weekend free in a really long time. Kind of fun to, like, go home on Friday and be like, I'm going to sleep in and do homework and, you know, whatever. So that was kind of fun. Conjure up ideas of why I'm late. <laughs> yeah. All right, very so good. So that was it. Bravo. Richard? Okay, Rich, my name is Richard Viegas, and uh, my low point was, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, I ended up screaming, like, at the top of my lungs at... 25. Some girl who left her key in the car? <laughs> <laughs> no, 25 seven-year-olds. Oh. I, I know. That's sad when you have to scream at 25 uh, seven-year-olds and, like, scare them. It's better than seven 25-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I teach second grade, and it, I just have a really challenging class, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I thought, you know, you're supposed to create systems as a teacher, and, and of course, they're going to talk. So my system for them to quiet down is like count backwards from five to one, you know, like five, four, three, two, one. And by the time I get to one, they're supposed to be silent or else. What do you do? Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> Back end. Or yeah. else I scream at them. You know? right. um, there is no or else. And so I don't know if that system's going to work. <laughs> they call you Five, on four, three, two, one. Okay, candy for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I have this one little Korean boy. Oh my god, he is driving me nuts. And he was like, I was scolding him and telling him, telling him that I was going to tell his father. And he's all like, "Well, I'm the king of the house." And I was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Well, I'm the king of this classroom, and you just need to better listen to my directions." You know, <laughs> cut to you. You're on like a throne. <laughs> uh, you could do what some of my elementary school teachers did and just cut them down emotionally. Yeah, well, jabs at their any suggestions their I'm willing to write down. Yeah, you know, just I'm be so- like have like ask somebody to come up to the one of my teachers did where you ask somebody to come up to the chalkboard, and as they're going up to the chalkboard, you make a farting noise. So cool. And then what? And then they just feel horrible about themselves. Yeah, and then they feel horrible. And then, and then you go, come on! You know, shame is, what are you doing? Shame is pretty effective, it's true. And, well, I know because a lot of them, you know, are tattletales and they'll be like, oh, Shannon is not doing her work. I was like, God oh. damn it, Shannon, do your work. But, but no, I, so they didn't quiet down after I got to one. I got really, like, loud, like, there's a little kid like DJing and it's like <laughs> the Korean boy yeah that's exactly what it was so but you know you feel bad when you're you shouldn't have to do that to be, if you're an effective teacher right as a yeah, teacher yeah. yeah but it just got to that point and so I think it is your energy you know so how loud you talk and some teachers are nice and monotone and me not me you know like shut up right um, 
So that was a low point. I, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to scream at them in order for them to be quiet. Um, the high point, see, I don't know. I guess the high point was today. I helped my brother move out of my parents' house. Big day. Yes, he's 29 years old. It's Time like, has come. <laughs> it, is, oh, it has come. He's my hero. Yeah. And so uh, it was nice to help him go on to the next step, you know, and... Uh, Did he move into his aunt's house? <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually moved into his, the garage with his yeah. girlfriend. Which oh, he, out wow. of out of the all the siblings, the three of us, he's the only one that has done that so far. You know, so moved in with his girlfriend. Huh? He's the only one that moved in with his girlfriend. He's the only one that has moved in, or that has a, a girlfriend. Right. What are we talking about? Yeah. So I haven't done that. My sister hasn't done that. So I was I was really happy he's taking that step. You know, so and I was. Wait, you've never lived with someone you were dating? No, God, God forbid. He's not a lesbian. (laughs) No, I have not. I know, surprisingly so, right? I mean, I've had a lot of roommates, but I wouldn't live with... I don't know. (laughs) And then they go home. But why? What would would you be afraid of? You know what? And this is the problem. As you get older, you develop the idiosyncrasies, you know? You're like, this is the way it's done in this household, you know? And then... I, it's easier when you're younger to incorporate someone into that yeah. but like when by the time you're getting up in age you're just like no I want it done this way it's yeah. Matlock at 6 o'clock yeah <laughs> no you know what you're right because I it, the thought of living with someone horrifies me like when Shane comes over to help he'll be like Joe where is and he'll ask the most random thing he'll be like help me right. and have sex with you <laughs> 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 um, no he'll be like he'll ask me like um, where at the scalpel and I'll be like okay if you go to the closet look up to the left in a cup in that cup is a little box that's in that box <laughs> like that's the way I like it I wouldn't, yeah. I, wait that's where you like you have scalpel. Yeah, we have. I know. I know. Scalpel's random stuff. Yeah. Why do you have scalpel? Why do you need one? Yeah. No. Like, are you guys killing people? We're killing. We're harvesting organs. Well, no. Even the way you put the toilet paper, but like it has to be over. It has to be Yes. Some people do it under. Who does it under? I go over, but I'm okay with under. You can't do over because then you have no. Under makes no sense. Under is against the water. You can't find it. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And under, you can like. Do a two-hand no, thing. That's barbaric. Well, you can't find it. How much toilet are you using? I just I need to be like Rapunzel. Yeah. Like, like, you know, toilet paper. You know. I use a towel. You know. yeah. <laughs> We're talking about paper towels, right? Though. Right. So, Scott, toilet paper. I uh, I have a, a gay guy friend, not Joe. Um, <laughs> the one, other one I have, who's basically said that if he ever meets somebody, he'd be happy to date them, but never live with them. Yeah. He's like, I agree with that. I would live he goes I would even live I would go so far as to live like in an apartment complex with that person but we would have to live like different houses your own room is that yeah your own room let me tell you something I don't think people should sleep together Oh, I'm terrified of that because basically I sleep like the my I wake up and I'm like on the opposite side of the bed. Yes. So like yeah. I, I you wake up and you're in the garage. How the fuck do I get yeah. here? Yeah, your mom's so like up. locking the door. Like, <laughs> I wake up and I'm like I'm like totally turned around and I'm like so I'll wake up in like the weirdest positions and I just do not want to have to have that like confinement of having somebody else sleep with oh, me. That, that's psychologically deep. Um, but well, why? Because you oh, so now you're judging. You're like, yeah. um, you yeah. can't yeah, sleep that with is. anyone. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I, right. I don't know. I feel like once you get used to it, like, like for me, it's like, like I can't understand why my parents wake up at five a.m. every single day, and they're oh. like, well, we used to wake up at five a.m. 
you know, we've done it for like 30 years. So we're so used to it now that that's what we do. So I think once yeah. you get used to it, it's horrible. Yeah. No, I, no, I like getting up early. Do you really? Yes. I wish I could. I, I wish I could. I yeah. hate it. I actually I love my sleep pattern. What I do is I get up really early. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. I get up really early yeah, and I go back for a second sleep. But so, what's really early? Like, yeah, what do you do? Like 5.30 or 6. And yeah, I, and what do then you I do? pitter around and read the news and do whatever. And then around 7, 7.30, go back to sleep. So, Richard, yeah. basically you're saying your high point was you helped your mother move, your brother move. Yes, I was really happy with that. Into a nightmare situation where you're somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shane? Shane hit. My name is Shane Durkin. Uh, my high point was I saw Shawshank Redemption last night. Ooh, Great movie. What? I know. I'd seen bits, bits and clips of it, but I've never seen the full thing because it's like two and a half hours That's a long. high point? Yeah, I know, right? Shawshank Redemption. It was a good movie. I've never seen it. Redemption. The Broadway comedy. <laughs> is that the movie with uh, Morgan Freeman and Tim Robbins? Yes. Oh, okay. I've never seen his that last name. Oh, it's awesome. It is good. My problem with it, though, is they don't age very well. It's a little bit of white. Anyway, so, go, so your high point in watching Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I like that when you finally watch a movie. That, where yeah. do you live, Shane? Huntington Beach. Jail, but do you so. live with your family? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I live with two sisters and then my parents. Okay, cool. Yes, no. so it's, it's okay. My parents aren't too strict. So. Did your parents watch the movie with you? No. You just watched it Actually, my mom and her friends were hanging out at the, at the dinner table, and they kept throwing in little remarks as the movie was going, so... We not only got the Shawshank Redemption, we got 50-year-old female perspective. Right. On it. Here comes the part where he yeah. stays. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where he's raped in the show. Do you show. know why Tim Robbins the poster. was Look in this the movie? Poster. Do you know yeah. how Tim Robbins got this movie? Do you know that Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon <laughs> broke up like two years ago? Now she's dating some ping-pong guy. Do you like ping-pong? Are you a fan of a ping-pong? Is that something you like? Okay. I like foosball. When I was little, I used to play a lot of foosball with my grandma. I need. Mean, I don't know if Lori's going to be back on the next podcast or not to fire her, but i got to tell one of my favorite Fired. Lori stories. <laughs> For the podcast that only what's, we're going to listen to. What's your, what's your high point? Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, that was so my high point. Oh. That was the high point. Okay, Shawshank Redemption is your high point. I can't right. wait to hear the low point. The low point <laughs> is I just figured I'm going to have to take out $16,000 to go to London abroad. Yeah. You stayed in a wait. really nice hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Where, what do you do in London? London? I'm going to study abroad for a semester. That's so awesome. since I haven't you know, moved abroad. out of my house, I'm going to... You what know, you, uh, where are you going to school? Right now? Yeah. Cal State Long Beach. Oh, yeah, my brother went there. Okay. And he went okay. to uh, And Ireland. he liked foosball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, and what are you gonna, What are you studying? Um, I'm doing an internship and then a couple, like, GE you know, classes, general little, education. You could buy a hotel oh, okay. yeah, for $150. And they would just deliver it to your house and set it up. The delivery man was happy. You only had to pay him with a handshake. <laughs> Okay, wait, so... Oh, yeah, story, how, how your sister was not born. Yeah. <laughs> so 16000 were you thinking right. that your parents were going to pay for it? No, no, I always think my parents weren't going to pay for it. I just wasn't sure how much it was going to be. So now I have to go around looking for loans, which... Are you going to take out loans? Yes. I'm going to try and get some scholarships, but I think... But why are you like, oh, I need to go to London to study? It's just an experience you want to... Yeah, exactly. It's just, what's your email address? Give people your email address so they can send you money. Who's going to listen to this? Like, three people. Right. I'm telling you. My my mother. Your mother. (laughs) If it's good, if I edit it well... Joe's mother. Shannon's mother. I edit it. It's only my (laughs) (laughs) check-in. The last podcast was like... Joe talking the entire time, and then he's like, "Okay, Shane, what was your high point?" 
Shane, did you know they went to Zihuatanejo? And that's in Mexico. Your father and I went there on a honeymoon. Did you hear that Tim Robbins had to check into a mental facility because he felt like he was really in a prison? Did he really? Oh, I'm like, wow. Ben Affleck had to do the same thing when he was filming Pearl Harbor. But I think it was just because he had to sleep with that ugly girl. She made a comment about how she doesn't like the way Americans say elevator. She can go back to London as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the next check-in is Lori's mom. Hi, I'm Lori's mom. Okay. That's the name of my mom. Oh, who is that character? I don't know. It's my mom. It's pretty accurate. That's awesome. Sometimes. Uh. Okay, what's the story you have about me? Yeah, let's hear Laura's story. Oh, well, are you gonna ch- are you gonna check in first, and then I'll okay, check in first. And who are you? My name is Joe. Um, high point of the week is uh, a few months ago. I started this film festival called Camp. Um, it's the theme of it is movies that gay people love that aren't about gay people. And what happens in it? If we then show you can come. <gasps> I think, I think Lori would be really good at that, don't you think? Oh my oh, yeah. god, yeah. You have to come to the next one. Please come to the next one. Because Gabe, I don't know if, I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you feel the same way about me, but gay and lesbian films are by far the most awful films. Well, they're not gay and lesbian films. Those would be good, though. Yeah. Uh, but they are awful, too. Yeah, it's always the same. The, the, that's a whole other topic. But the point is, it's just movies that gay guys love. Oh, that are not so like Victor Victoria sort of. Oh, that's a good one actually. But um, the first one we watched was like a good example is Mommy Dearest. Oh, and then we like make fun of the movie, you know, while we're watching it. So a really good one was Burlesque, and then uh, but on Friday night we watched Burlesque. That was the one with uh, Cher and Christina Aguilera. But on Friday night, I did not like that movie. (laughs) I should have had Shane's mantra. Friday (laughs) night um, was Sex in the City two. So, anyway, we so, watched, so you watched what was the I saw you said Sex in the City 2 which oh, is a oh that's a horrible movie that's why that's we had so much fun exactly making right. fun of it that was really bad yeah but we, we I don't I think I missed half of it because we're just like we're literally ripping the it was movie beyond stop oh it was Chris Mercedes Shannon myself these people Mike and Julia who are really funny cool people and Melissa McQueen mm-hmm. and um, anyone's welcome to come I would love to come <clears throat> is it on a weekend well Friday night yeah um, totally so what's your next movie? We haven't decided yet. We were throwing that around. I know for Christmas time we're going to rent a theater or get a theater and do Showgirls. Um, I've never watched Showgirls. I've never, a lot of us haven't seen it. Have I you seen, seen it? Now. I haven't no. seen it either. Wasn't one uh, Glitter with Ryan? Glitter's been, uh, Glitter is you up should, on the uh, list. You should watch Gili, or that's No, that's not really like a, a movie that gay people like. Gili. See, the problem Jennifer is Jennifer Lopez plays a lesbian, but not really. No, the problem is that there are, there are some gay movies that are just too good. Like, for instance, Gay Guys Love Sunset Boulevard, but you really can't make fun of Sunset I've Boulevard. I've never seen Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, so good. Thank you. It has to be a so movie. Good. Thank you. I always get crap from Joe for not seeing movies. Yeah. So we had camp, and we had a really good time making fun of it. I mean, is there really much else to say? I'm like, trying to think oh, of where low there's point, some funny... You have to do. Oh, we'll do the low point. But what were some funny... Moments in that I was trying to think. Well, you know, one of the things about that movie. One of the things you guys do, you did. You did three movies. No, we just did one movie that night. We just did one movie night. It was Sex and City Two. Oh, okay. Uh, You know what it is? Is I've never agreed with a terrorist more 
after watching yes. Sex and the City 2. Like, yes. you hate the United sense. States. Ugh. Like, there, have you seen this movie, Richard? No. I have. It is I I didn't want to see it. It is horrid, horrid. Carrie Bradshaw uh-huh. seems like a witch in the movie. No, no, she's just, like, all super narcissistic and just, like... Which yeah. one does she play? Well, so, uh, she's Carrie. She's uh, yeah, Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw. Is that the... Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. uh, okay. That is the character, Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, she's really the character. Here's the thing that I didn't like about that movie. And I actually, like, I've, I've not seen the well, whole... Really quick, let me just give yeah, it a, a really quick rundown. They go to a gay wedding, Liza Minnelli's there, then... That was the high Samantha, point. That is the high point. Liza Samantha, Samantha gets, with, with Liza Minnelli impersonators, after the backup dancers. Um... But <laughs> we kept having her come in at like super awkward moments, like oh, the single ladies, like in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that the, was that the song she was dancing to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. and that was actually funny. I That's actually, a good like, part. If that movie had ended there, That's what I said. But it was usually like single ladies, and then the, the credits roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, fine like, with if that, that movie wow. just ended there, I think I would. Have well, that's good. the thing. I actually brought this up in an email today. Was the wedding is like 45 minutes long. Oh, yeah. It's and there's no point in the main plot. Right, yeah. So the wedding, and you think there is because the part where the two gay guys, they just made so you. much money off the first one, they wanted um But don't you think they would take a few hundred thousand dollars to hire a good writer to write a decent script? It wasn't the same guy? Well, it was Michael Patrick King, King, but it was terrible. It's but, always terrible, though. But, yeah, I've seen no, the first one. I love like, the first one. I didn't hate the first I, I haven't seen the first one. What was one. the first one? I can't remember. I know the first I saw one it. was, was uh, Carrie Bradshaw. But she's going to get married big. 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 <laughs> and then Big leaves her. Oh, and then he leaves her. Yeah. Yeah. And then she um, moves out. They buy like an apartment and everything, but then she moves out and she moves back in. And then that's right. That's that. right. And, and what an asshole he is. He's, they're all terrible, they're all terrible, terrible, terrible people. Here's the thing that I, I disliked about the movies that I, I didn't really notice in the show, which kind of solidified the stuff for me in the show, is that all those people in that sh- in the, in those uh, all those characters, it's like they just cannot grow up. I do not care. Lori lives on the edge <laughs> in her parents' house <laughs> on a cot. But you know what? I can't imagine sleeping anymore. with someone else in the same bed. I will. I will. Where did I? Clearly, I'm the only straight male here because. Everyone else has seen Sex and the City 1 and 2. I've never seen Sex and the City 1, and I haven't seen Sex and the City 2 until Friday. But, you know, let me tell you something. The other thing is, too, is when the show started, Samantha was, like, our age. At least for me, Shannon Richard. So it was sort of, like, believable that she's good-looking and she could get a younger guy. Now she's in her 50s, and she's, like... Mm. But, see, I still... It It was so sad. She just kept talking about her vagina and how, like... And she literally, at one point, she's in an all-glass office, and she has her underwear around her ankles, and she's, like, putting, like, lotion on herself or something. She's, like... And the other people are just horrified. Like, I kept turning to Melissa, and I'm, like... Have we gotten over that scene? Like, I can't even believe that oh, we yeah. just saw that. And like, I'm so tired of, like, people doing scenes where they're just, women just do this most ridiculous thing, and then they call that female empowerment. It's like, she's showing her vagina to the world because she wants she's people... Powerful. She's powerful. She's <laughs> like, no, she's a whore. Yeah. That's what she is. She's a whore who's 50, and she's losing her appeal. <laughs> like, I don't care how you how you change that. That's not female empowerment. Did you know she was in police academy? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh... I did not do that stuff at 13. <laughs> you know what? I will never go to Aruba because I hear that they they put you in jail if you give them a thumbs up. And I know I never do thumbs up, but I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe someone's going to be telling me that they got a new pair of socks. Congratulations! <laughs> and give them a thumbs up and then bam, big boom! 
I'm not in jail. <laughs> so anyway, that was my high point. Uh-huh. Yes. My low point was uh, actually I really had a pretty good week. So my only low point was this morning. Uh, I had to give a test for my company. And you realized that you were doing a podcast with me? <laughs> and uh, the building wasn't open, and I had to find the janitor, and it was just a big mess, and there were these super bitchy new girls in the class, and they were doing the whole, like, What is that? They were like, like, they were showing you like, that's <laughs> You know, and then they died. Yeah. That's the thing that, like... And do you say anything to them? Well, that's like, the thing, is I think... Because they were both very, very pretty. I won't give you that. They're very... One of them's... One of them is... Cause I will give you that. Give you weren't even you there. That. Shane, I'm giving you something. Yeah, thank you. One of them is very pretty. Uh-huh. Okay? Probably and so I think they're so no, used to... Yeah. Yeah. And I masturbated to her. Even though... <laughs> um, no, one of them's very attractive. You can tell she's a very pretty girl. That's probably why she was going... Yeah. <laughs> she's coming to pubic hair masturbated on her <laughs> so um, no but that's the thing that's what I love about being gay what I love about being gay and that leads to another story from the week what I love about being gay is that these girls will try and like use their sex appeal on me and they'll be like can I just have more time and I'm like no no sorry give me your calculator and your phone you know blah 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 uh, but that to, on the reverse is um uh, but then the guys. A guy that I a guy that I worked with like, gosh, over ten years ago, close to ten years ago, called me, and um, he wanted the GMAT, right? And he's one very hot, and two has an enormous penis, and like, <laughs> how do you know that? He wears like hipster clothes, and oh. it's like a full on like cucumber. Oh. Yeah, it's insane. A enormous penis, and so like he's like, you but know, why is that such a turn on? <laughs> Um, why not? Especially like, for gay guys. For gay guys. Like, yeah, for a woman I can see, but for gay guys, you just Is imagine that going like, up your butthole. And yeah. That's why it's a turn on. Yeah. yeah, but that just seems like it'd be so painful. Yeah, that would be No, cool. you know what? It's just fun to blow. Why? Why? Yeah. No, the other thing is, is that, that, that men are visual. That's and yeah. 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 And so that's right. it's a great visual. Yeah, but yeah. then, like, practically, you're like, you're not going to put that there. Well, that's what, true. You know, what man thinks practically. True. Well, that's true. I did hook up with a guy once who did have, like, it was as big as that microphone, which is, and I was like, there's no way that's going into me. But I will play with it, and that was yeah. fun. Yeah. Right. But but that doesn't, I don't know. Maybe it's, anyway, the point maybe, of the story yeah, was, anybody, if a mom called me for 10 seconds, ask Shane when he sees me doing it, a mom will go like, where's the school? And I'm, like, slapping my head. I'm like, ugh. Like, so upset that she took 10 seconds of my time. He was, like, asking me dumb questions. And then, like, I had to go. I think Shane was calling me by work. I'm all, I have, to, I have to call you back. He's like, you know what? I've taken enough of your time. And I was like, no! <laughs> I will call you back and answer all of your questions. But see, the thing is, is you know that he's never going to sleep with you. It doesn't matter. It does matter. does not no, matter. It doesn't. It's, it's, a, it's a visual it's, thing. If they're in front of you, I was talking to his penis. Oh yeah, he's straighter than straight. Okay, well, isn't that like a thing for gay guys is to try and get straight? No, I'm not trying to turn him. I'm not trying to turn him. He's a brother of a friend of mine. Have you ever turned anyone? Oh, in college, I think that's pretty much. Well, I don't know now, but no, when I, I was in gay, when I was in college, I pretty much only hooked up with straight guys. I don't think that they're straight though. Like in my opinion, no, I, I disagree. Think, I, th- I don't I th- think you can be straight. I think they're either bisexual. I don't think you can turn anyone. No, well, no. I think you can. Expand. But I, uh, yeah. men, men consider sex a, recru- a recreational activity mm-hmm. and so if that if that it doesn't matter necessarily with a woman or a man but if as long as it's considered recreation they're fine with it and another yeah. thing is too I mean the slew of the guys that I hooked up with in college were 
one time, I'll try this once, I'll never do this again, drunken kind of things. It wasn't like, and hey, now let's do this again. You know, I think, yeah. in, I think in college but a lot of guys are willing to experiment. No, it's not a romantic thing. No, it's not romantic at all. No, I don't think, what I'm saying is I don't think, like, I don't, I, I disagree with like, things. Okay, and I, experiment. And I totally agree yeah. that I think men have, I think that men have had sex with other men just as like an experimentation, just as I feel like women have had sex with other women. But I, feel, I don't feel like there's anybody who can, like, Turn somebody else to where they're like they're diehard straight, no, and no. then and yeah. then they go like, There's oh, I flipped, yeah, and now that already. I met this person, yeah. I think like because I read this book one time, where I was like, you read a um, book? Yeah, it's <laughs> one time. I'm, trust me, I'm telling everybody. I'm telling the podcast. I told some people outside. Uh, I read I read this book one time about how like the they were living like gay and lesbian, how they were living straight lives, and then they you know, but then they like uh, met somebody from the uh, same sex, and then they decided this is who I want to be with. But they, they, every single one, they never said like, oh, I was, I was totally fine with being straight. I was whatever. And then I met this person and it flipped. They were like, I always had these feelings and I always thought about it, but I never acted on it. And then when I met this person, I was like, oh, this is, this, it's, it was like a light bulb. So I think You lost me. I got confused with all the changes. (laughs) What happened? Like it was a gay person that turned... it was like they were they had never come out that they were gay, but they had like had thoughts, oh, and yeah. so when they met someone, they yeah. were like, yeah. I mean, I but there's like... a lot of instances of like uh, men from other generations who have married and had sexual relationships with women and had had children, and then when they're like 50, mm-hmm. they decide I'm going to be gay now. You know? Yeah, right. And that's that was in the book too. They just hate their children, and that's actually no, that's actually the big problem I have. I, that one in the in the men's group that I'm in, I would say myself and only one other guy who since left the group. Were the only ones who were like came out when we were young. Most were married until like their forties, oh, really? and then became out. And, but and the problem with that, I feel oh, so that's lucky such now. Such a worry, like. Well, the big problem with that, that too. But I, how long ago was that? Yeah, that was. Like I feel that. sorry for them. It's because when they when they finally come out, it's almost like they're born again, like born again Christians. Yeah, and they are 45 but they feel now the sexual urges of like a 20 year old. Yeah, and they want to be with 20 year olds, and yeah. the 20 year olds are like, ew. ew. Right. Yeah. Well, some of the twenty-year-olds like them, right? I'm sure if, if they have money. Yeah, yeah. But then we were talking about this uh, last week. When we were talking you about you and I. Yes. Yeah. And how um, when we were young and discovering our sexuality, it was actually difficult to like see gay or naked men. For for instance, you know, like if I wanted to see a naked man, it would be a very very difficult thing. Now, kids, all they have to do is Google chest. Oh, it would be hard to find it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Now, I just tell Shane, take off your clothes. You take some of the clothes. <laughs> and so, I think the inverse is happening where it might be even too early. Like, they're like young right. kids, you know, and all they have to have is access to the internet. Yeah. And it's their iPhone. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, right. a grinder or whatever. And they're hooking up with people or other men and... They might not be ready for that. I agree. Uh, what's yeah. the uh, What's the story that you have about? <laughs> oh, oh, and that is a good time to close the podcast. Um, so Lori has a bit that I w- I wouldn't have her do just for blowing out the microphone. That I think <laughs> is so funny. It's a bit where she has an argument with her mom. Oh yeah. Okay, but in the so, bit, oh, yeah, in funny. the bit, she has to scream. She the, the bit ends with her like literally screaming at the top of her lungs, which is very loud. So, I used to host a show at Barney's Beanery in Pasadena, and they have an outdoor stage. Don't touch the table with your hand. Oh, they have an outdoor stage. Thank you. And I, I stopped hosting the show there a long time ago, but the show ended recently. Like, they don't have the show anymore, and it has to do with Miss Lori Rockenkamp. Uh, it doesn't have to She said it didn't have to do She was doing a show, she and she was um, doing her tryouts for Montreal, which you actually did the Montreal Just for Last Festival, yeah, which I is did. a... If you're not a comedian, a big, big deal. 
Um, and uh, she was do- she was working out some material for the trial. She did that bit outside, she- where she lands up screaming, and then she's like, "All right, well, I'm out of here later," and like left. Well, then the cops come barging in. Was the like a hel- there was a helicopter. Oh, was there? Jesus. Yeah. And they come barging in. I there was a helicopter. I think there was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then they come barging into the Barneys and they're like, we got a report there's a rape going on outside. Oh my God. And they're like, what? And they go out there and like, so then the girl who runs the show now, Claudia, has to tell them, no, that was just a comedian doing her joke. And then they're like, oh, you do a show out here? And then she's like, yeah, like, you don't have a noise permit. And then they had to shut the show. Oh, That's why? Yeah. Oh my god. So I guess Claudia indirectly it wasn't because of that, but they found out they didn't have a noise permit. Claudia didn't tell me that that was the reason why. Well, I didn't want it's you to feel horrible. badly. You should know. Barney's is suffering. Barney's was not big. You know what? Barney's been here probably want an excuse to close that comedy show down. Yeah. So. They don't have room inside to do it? It's, it, you know what the way the setup is it's just a really awkward setup they tried to do it inside when it's really cold but it just doesn't work yeah. the outside really is the best one I went there the one, one time and it was way too cold <laughs> <laughs> they really need to get outdoor heaters they gave me their menu and it was like a newspaper and I was like oh I don't want to read that news I want to order a pizza page <laughs> 12 well let's, let's end the podcast right there why don't we go around the room and see if anybody has anything to plug Shannon you have anything to plug flappers really? yeah no. Okay, Lori. Uh, well, tonight I'm doing a show. Well, no one's gonna. Not even going out until maybe tomorrow or Tuesday. Okay. Well, Sunday night. If you're here, if you're if you hear this and you can have what a time day? machine, come go back to Sunday. Uh, this Sunday, <laughs> and come see me do a show. Okay. Ten o'clock. See, one of the things that I don't think anyone's gonna listen to it this week, but I think when the show when the podcast builds, then people will go back. Well, then and go. why are we pitching things? I, I'm telling you. Oh, well, you know what? Then I just wanted to pitch. Edit. No, I wanted to pitch Richard's book. I was trying to get to that, which will be perpetually on Amazon. If you have a time machine, come, come go see a couple of shows well, that I'm on. But also, you're at iOS every Friday, aren't you? Wednesday. Every Wednesday at what time? At 8. Where's iOS? In Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> it's on Hollywood Boulevard, right? Yeah, Hollywood and Columbia. iOS every Wednesday at 8. You and your improv team. What's the name of your improv team? Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy is there. And Richard, what's the name of your book? And we can find it on Amazon? My name, the name of my book is uh, I Heart Babylon. That's a short name. And it's on uh, Amazon.com. How do you spell Babylon? Babylon? Babylon. It's like, it's like oh. baby. My grandmother used to Babylon all the time. Yeah. She wouldn't stop talking. Oh. I saw that Star Trek that one time. It was cool. I don't know. <laughs> Shane, are you still watching that movie? He did that. That Spock did a photo album with fat women. I was like, oh, too far. Has he climbed through the poster yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it took him forever to find the real stone they were supposed to look for, and then they finally had to tell him where it was. And it was like, why don't you do your own acting, Morgan Freeman? <laughs> Your name is Richard Viegas. <laughs> yeah. Richard Viegas so, Jr. on Amazon. On Amazon.com, Richard Viegas. V I L L E G A S. They had to paint the rock a different color so he could find it. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I wonder what Crash Services is like on a movie with that kind of budget. I would work anywhere if they gave me free Costco fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>